0: Yo 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 it's the summer. Yo, it's the summer. It's blazing hip hop, R&B and sunshine right now. Oh my god. Actually, it be blazing hip-hop R&B Dembo on the beaches in New York right now. Dembo.
1: De todo. Dembo
0: is everywhere right now. ¿No verdad, Frank?
1: Everywhere, girl. What?
0: Right? By the way, I love that you send me, like, the Dembo artist updates in your text messages. Come
1: on, girl. You know I got to keep you up. You know that, man.
0: Que lo que, wawa. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> keep it coming. Keep it coming. You know what I'm talking about. Hi, this is Latinos Out Loud. Jeez. This is Lolsis. Lo- the Latinos Out Loud Summer Interview Series um, or a nasty rash that you get from being in the sun for too long. <laughs> Lol, sis. um Make sure you're SPFing it out there, people. I mean, Jamie's definitely up to SPF, like I think 150. Diablo. Don't be going out there with less than 15 people. Don't be stupid. Don't Diablo, be stupid. You? Hi, by the way, it's Rachel La Loca. Did I even say who I was?
1: Oh, hi, Rachel. Hi, how you doing? Hi. I'm Frank Nibbs. Uh
0: you were frank nibs i was gonna say wait a minute yeah
1: thank you yo who's missing here there's someone that's not around today who the fuck
0: oh jamie jamie oh of course jamie's missing (laughs) jamie's doing something really important right now with his family um but it is definitely felt when he's not here jamie we miss you can't believe we're doing this without you it's not right it's not just um (laughs) but you know we've got to do this we have to carry the torch we have to keep it going for you in your name and your honor all right okay we are the podcast hosts that will fight for your honor. That's right. All right? We'll be the heroes that you're dreaming of. <laughs> um, you know, when Jamie's not here, I will say it's like the joke canon is is not there. Oh, yeah, you, you know, know that. Right?
1: Joke after joke, joke, joke. And it's like a boom, 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 boom. <laughs>
0: Dembo is literally everywhere. It's even in Frank's like sound bites.
1: Oh, it's been all summer in the Heights, man. I can't avoid it, man. I hear it at night. I hear it like at three o'clock in the morning when the cars are passing by. So it's in my brain.
0: Why do they love making like those word sounds? I, I don't understand why Dembo artists like to be like, you know, the plom, plom, plum and the plop, 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 and the la ka, ta, ka, ta, ta, and the de and the plop, plop, plop. What is that?
1: Yo. You're not supposed to hear the lyrics. You're supposed to dance to them. I think that's what it is. Ah,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, yo, you you talk about being in the Heights, but you wasn't in the Heights a few days ago. You worked your way down to the East Side.
1: Yo. Where you was at? Rachel, I was in another world. I headed down... Well, by the way, I headed to uh, an amazing exhibit going on in New York City. It's the Van Gogh exhibit, guys. Mm. And I, it's traveling in, in other states. I, I believe in Atlanta. I, I believe it's going to Los Angeles. I... And I had the great opportunity of going with with a good friend of mine. And it was Rachel Eloheros. It was, as Rachel would say, amazing.
0: Amazing.
1: Oh my Lord. Tell
0: us more. This
1: is like a whole football stadium with the floor. Like it's a TV. The walls around you is like 35 to 40 feet up in the air, and it's TV screens. And it's this animation of Angle's art and it's all going around you. And it's, I mean, I've never seen anything like that. The show is like 45 minutes. And you could just sit on the floor. You could, you know, sit on some benches and look at the actual artwork going around you. And it's actually interactive. It's moving. Something you have to see online or see it for yourself. I've never been into anything like that, Rachel.
0: That's really incredible. It sounds layered and experiential and something that you should probably be on something when you get there.
1: Oh, but Rachel, come on. First of all, (laughs) I mean, my my homegirl... My homie that I went with, she went stacked, and she gave me a little drink. You know, had a little mushroom stuff Um, on it. So we did all that. We smoked, and then after we saw the show. She wanted to see it again, and I was like, yo, but well, we don't have tickets to see it again. No. She was like, yo, but let's go inside the bathroom, and we'll go in one of the stalls, and we'll chill in there. And I was like, yo, you bugging. She was like, let's go. No. So we went inside the bathroom, and we chilled inside the stall. Frank. For like 15, 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I haven't done that since I was like 14 years old. Frank,
0: sidebar, wipe that up right now, Okay. <laughs> Ripe that she is ride or die. I don't know who she is, but she is ride or die material. I am just letting you know that, okay? Shout out to you, whoever you are. Yo. That is gangsta and something that I
2: co-signed. <laughs>
1: yo, we came out like in 15, 20 minutes. We came out with a new show. We laid down on the on the on like on the ground. <laughs> and we were chilling, yo. It was amazing. What? It was amazing. I've never seen anything like that. Like if New York is not back, guys, come on, bro. Like for Ooh, real. I
0: love
1: that. New York is back, yo.
0: So, did everybody have to cut off their ear when they saw it? Or was that <laughs> that's too experiential? Does like a blade come out and cut everybody's ear off? Like, that's a true Vincent van <laughs> Gogh experience. <They> get <laughs> yo, that motherfucker cut his ear off. What's wrong with that guy? For a
1: chick, too, yo. Yo, son. The love was real.
0: Frank, would you cut an ear off? For
1: a woman. I mean, come on, you know me, I'm Dominican. I ain't doing that, man. You know, I cut my heart for chicks, you know, for years. I got mass scars in my heart, but that's it, yo.
0: (laughs) That's like not literal, okay? That's like. Right,
1: right, not literal, man, inside, man. If you
0: needed to, like, do it, and you have to. You know what I'm saying? Ain't like you only have one ear. We're not like aliens with one ear, one eye. Like, But you wouldn't cut an ear off?
1: Yo, Rachel, I've done some shit, yo. Like, you know, you got to do the flowers and the whole thing and the whole act and all that. You know what I'm saying? I've done all of that. I may cut off a fake ear, make believe it's gone and shit, you know? Mommy, I cut my ear off for you, yo. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a bad idea. Just add some prosthetic to the lobe and be like, look.
1: Look what I did for you, ma. I love you, I mommy. I did this
0: for you. Why does it smell like... Play-Doh, stupid. That's not your ear. Yo, did he cut the whole ear off or was it just a part of it?
1: Yeah, he cut his whole ear off and he he mailed it to, his, to the chick that he wanted to be with. That's like some real love, yo. Have you ever had to do some crazy shit like that? Because I know Latino then, dudes be on some... You know
0: what she said? If she was Latina, you know what she'd have said? She'd be like... No, if you send me your ear in the mail, I would say some shit like, "Oh, you think this is how you're gonna listen to me? This is not. This is not how you listen to me, okay, motherfucker? Oh, you wanna send me your ear? Be like, oh, I'm all ears, baby. You know what? Go shove it when the sun don't shine, okay, pendejo? Shit.
1: I don't know. Y'all, ne- y'all never happy. Even if the guy sends you the ear, it's not enough. For it.
0: Oh, now you can't even hear me because you only have one ear, stupid.
1: The whole argument was about you not
0: listening to me and now you only have one ear. Go paint a picture, stupid.
1: Yo, oh my.
0: I am so joking. I totally respect Vincent Van Gogh and Vincent Van Gogh, check out this exhibit. Yo. I think I'm going to Vincent Van Gogh myself. It sounds fun.
1: Yo, Rachel, this thing is real, man. Real art stuff. Like, if you're artist of any kind, you have to go to this exhibit. Yo,
0: I don't know. Are these guys
1: paying us? By the way, are they? We got a check coming in because, damn, I'm giving these guys mad love, but nah.
0: I don't know. You gotta re- check your, you know, your bullet points when you, we put together show notes. You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Nah, but shout out to them. They were amazing. What's up with you, yo? I've been seeing you on your lives. You've been you've been busy this uh this summer.
0: Well, you know how I feel about the summer, you know. I tried to make the best of it last year, that pandemic summer, remember that? But like, mm-hmm. you know, this summer I'm really trying to enjoy each and every day and moment and like second of sun and just the experience of, I, it's so bad frank i think i'm addicted to the sun
1: i see that every time we're around the sun you're like you want to like lay in the sun like for like life
0: i be like You know, looking for peaks of sun through the building. And I chill like (laughs) on the avenue, on the street. People look at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. Like, I I find where the peaks of sun are coming through the buildings of New York City. Cause hey, if you guys don't know the New York City skyline, I mean, it's complicated. Yeah. You got to go where the peaks and valleys are if you want to get some sun and you live on the east side. Cause obviously it sets on the west. So you asked out after that summer, uh, you know, that sun, whatever it calls, like
1: Mm -mm. sunrise
0: sunset. Um, That sounds like a play. Sunrise, sunset Sunset. feather on the roof. Is that where we are? Um, So anyway, I've been enjoying and I actually got to do something I really, really love, which is I got to Mm. record some more episodes of that VO gig Ah. that I've been working on. Um, So we we recorded four episodes. I think we did three, four, five, six. And I actually ventured outside of my at-home studio for this one. Mm. New York is back. So shout out
1: Beautiful. Shout Born out to Charlie. Gotham
0: Podcast Studio in Midtown.
1: Nice, that's a nice place. I've been they there. They took
0: good care of me. Walked in there Dope. and uh, had the directors looking at me. I couldn't see them, which was a little weird. Um, mm. Hope nothing was sticking out. Wasn't really wearing the best bra that day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were going to be looking at me, and I literally rolled up. It's vo people. It was hot as hell, so I rolled up in like a tank top, like a crop top, and like some cutoff shorts, and definitely not. Not wearing the right bra.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Ladies, feel me on this. It's, yo, know, as if it's not hard enough to coordinate an outfit and make sure you don't got nalgas coming out of your pants or, like, <laughs> the lining of your totos not showing on the pa- You know, like, it, you got to really look at yourself before as a woman before you leave the house. And as if it weren't hard enough, it's like, now we got to, like, coordinate bras. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have yeah. the right coverage underneath a thin shirt or else it's going to be like, oh, hi, why are you winking at me? You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's,
1: uh you making a move at me, uh Miss Strauss? It's awkward. So
0: it's just a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the ladies who are out there coordinating bras and bralettes and tankinis and crop tops and all that yeah, shit. Not easy, not man. Not easy.
1: I'll be seeing some combinations out here sometimes and mm. I'm like, wow. You know what
0: I fear a lot is the legging combination. I mean, we're in the summer, so now we're like We're not really seeing it, but ladies, yo, yo, ladies, 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 some of the leggings are really thin. And after you wash (laughs) them 15 times, they're even thinner.
1: They
0: They lose the tela. They lose the fabric. They. They become see-through. Uh, so you gotta be careful.
1: I hate when it has the little balls, those little those little balls on it.
0: The little balls from like the dryer or the washing machine. Yeah, uh, it's a wrap. And people it's a wrap. Just... You gotta throw that shit away. Yo, it's a wrap it for yo. it. But like, be careful what you put underneath those like practically see-through leggings that you've owned for three years. I know they're comfortable. And if they're Victoria's Secret, yo, I feel you. They are so comfortable. But after they wash a few times, you gotta be careful. You gotta be... Unless you wanna be that girl with the tanga on underneath and everybody could see everything, that's fine too. Rock out with your <laughs> nangas out. But anyway, we're enjoying the <laughs> summer. I look forward to recording more episodes of the animated series and I can't wait to share it with you guys. I'm going to shout out the directors and everybody that I work with uh, on the production because it's really nice when There's liberty given and also openness to authenticity in the writing. And so, por ejemplo, they wrote some things in there that were like, you know, maybe things that we say or mannerisms or little noises that people make before a sentence is uttered or after. And they asked me, like, Mm. is there a Latino equivalent to ugh, like U-G-H, you know, ugh? Ugh, ugh.
1: Oh, there's a lot of them. I mean, shit. we got to do some what research. What would you
0: say, Frank? Because they asked me, and I'll tell you what I said, but this is a game. I like to play this game. What would you say I, if, I, like, the director would said to you, okay, the script says ugh or ugh, but what's the Spanish language well, equivalent to ugh?
1: Well, Dominicans use the word pause for everything. Pause. This is the word they use all the time for everything. Bueno.
0: bueno yes definitely bueno <laughs> bueno can mean so many different things too so right? many things yeah bueno. it's,
1: it's very it's very universal yes yeah well
0: i threw in a few options bueno's a good one and i didn't think of that but that's a good one i threw in like caramba like oye. Oh, i think we do oye.
1: Oye. Yeah.
0: I was like benaka. That's also something that we also we say before the sentence like loco, tu te papa. You know, like
1: oh yeah, you could do a whole series on it. There's so many specific words on it. Like we have so many.
0: Hit us up, yo. I'm curious to hear what the loleros have to say. Hit us up at We Are Latinos Out Loud or call us at nine seven eight Latinos nine seven eight Latinos and tell us in your eyes what is the Spanish language or cultural equivalent to ugh or ugh. U-G-H, sometimes U-G-H-H,
1: ugh. Can I tell you an old, old school one?
0: What? Carajo! Definitely, I could not use that in a children's animated series, though, Frank. I don't think carajo would fly for the kids, you know? But yeah, that's a good one. Carajo, ver acá, loco. Carajo, toma pala! la fiesta. Yo, that's good. That's good. Well, we also have uh, something uh, exciting to talk about here now. I mean, this is the LOLSIS Latinos Out Loud summer interview series, so we're going to keep it coming. Mm. So let's do it. We have another interview for you guys. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you're enjoying your summer. Hit us up, 978LATINOS, and leave us a message of what you got going on, what you doing. Mm. Enjoy. Bra- it's the Latinos Out Loud podcast. you guys here we are it's the latinos out loud summer interview series continuing hot we're hot like pancakes. Mm. Um, I don't know. Do, do people eat hot pancakes in the summer? I don't know if that's a good <laughs> reference. Uh, I don't know. We're hot like the beach. We're hot <laughs> like Chocha Beach right now. Mm. Um, and things are going to get even hotter because we have an amazing guest. That's mm. right. To be on this show, you know the criteria. You just got to be amazing. She's amazing. She's a songstress and an actress. Please put your hands <laughs> together for Audrey Nix. Hello. Hello. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: Hello. Thank you so much for having me here today. Hola,
0: mujer de Dios. How
1: you doing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm doing great. You know, uh, here in Puerto Rico and enjoying my summer. <laughs>
1: nice.
0: That is amazing. La Isla del Encanto. Mm. Um, yes. So, yeah, I enjoy quinepas, but I think, uh, you know, limoncillos, but I say quinepas. Is the quinepa game hot right now in Puerto Rico? Like, are they everywhere? Yes, yes. Quinepas are very important to me for the summer. You know, the little fruit. I don't know if the people on the West Coast are going to know what that is. Is there something on the West Coast that is similar to a limoncillo quinepa? No, I don't think so. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Well.
1: Limoncillos are like limoncillos, Rachel. That's like, (laughs) come on. I think that's a Caribbean thing. I could be wrong. I don't know.
0: One of the best things out of the Caribbean. Another thing uh, that's amazing coming out of the Caribbean is Audrey Nix. So let's talk about Audrey. Girl, you kidding it right now. We got to talk about Bravas. We got to talk about all. Brooklyn. Yes. We got to talk about everything. Okay, so please tell everybody about Bravas. This is an eight-episode special yes. where you're an artist that is followed by the cameras. Well, tell us more.
3: Well, Bravas is the first ever um, Latin YouTube original series. Uh So very honored to be part of that. And you know, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much, yeah, it's um, produced by Nati Natasha. We all know Nati. She's an amazing uh, Dominican artist, one of the biggest female artists in the planet. And uh, we're it's we're also we're directed. Back. Yes, it's also directed by um, Jesse Terrero, which is an
0: iconic. Uh, Hello, mm. Torero yeah. family. We've interviewed yes. how many Terreros already on this podcast? Like we had. Yeah, como but We como gotta finish. Me, there's no so know. many Terreros, We're not done yet. Yes, so we'll get. Yes. It. Yes. So yeah,
3: uh, uh, Jesse Terrero directed the um, the series and. You know, it tells a story about these three Puerto Rican young women who are finding their, their place in, in music and in Latin music, especially in the urban Latin music. So, you know, it's a very important uh, topic and it's a very important series because we need more Puerto Rican girls in the, in the, in the industry. So, yeah, so Bravas yes. is definitely uh, one step closer to that representation.
0: And you play Mila, right? Is that her name, Mila? Mila? Yeah. Who is Mila? And who is Mila versus Audrey? Cause you're also an artist, so I want to know where these circles are are connecting, mm. if they are. Well, um, me and Mila are very similar people, very very similar. Um, uh,
3: you know, Mila is a young girl. She's you know struggling a little bit, uh, finding uh, her path in life, and uh, she works in this bar, and she's uh, she has a little bit of a situationship because it's not like a relationship; it's more like a situationship. Oh, I like that—a situationship. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Mm. We
0: all
3: know about those.
0: Oh, Yes, juicy. we all have
3: those, right? We all have uh you know, at some point in our lives have experienced those very strange relations. So uh she has a a relationship a relationship with uh, this famous rapper and he kind of breaks her heart and she uh, writes this this track she takes one of his tracks and writes a diss track and she drops it online and she goes viral and everybody loves her and you know she makes kind of like a duo with her dj and they both are like singing together you know so mila is a, is a puerto rican girl uh she was born and she grew in a very small town of puerto rico in the middle of the island, and uh you know she's she doesn't believe in herself at first and she you know you uh, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but during the series, she finds her way and she uh, starts believing in herself. And then, you know, something happens at the end. You guys have to see it. Go watch it in the Nat- Natasha YouTube channel. It's there. All the eight episodes completely free. You don't have to pay. No membership. Nothing is completely free.
0: Amazing. Amazing.
1: Oh, nice, nice.
3: Yeah. So go watch it and you'll see. All
2: right. Nice. <laughs> Hello, Edos. we're here to talk to you about Zelle. Yeah. Zelle is a great way to send money to family and friends, no matter where they bank in the U.S., and you can do it right from your banking app. So, Frank, I know you use Zelle as much as I do.
1: Jamie, I loved it. I used it about two weeks ago with my friends. We went out to eat. It was about 13 people in the group, and one of my friends paid it off with the credit card, and he just mentioned Zelle after that. And the great thing is that everybody just has it in their banking app. And we paid them, you know, in minutes with Zelle. It was great.
2: This is perfect for those, you know, when you do have those, like, dinners where there's, like, 20 people. And everybody's like, oh, I'm going to chip in. I'm going to chip in. It's like, no, you know what? Just pay me through Zelle. You know what I mean? Incredible. Stop trying to take out dollar bills and trying to trying to turn your $10 into uh, 50 bucks. Right. If you don't have the money right now, pay me later through Zelle, all right? If we have... <laughs> You know, unless we have trust issues and, and then, you know, pay me, you know, right there and then. And, Jamie, you don't have to download another app because it's probably already in your banking app.
1: And, dude, it's in over a thousand banking apps. A
2: thousand banking apps. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's all. That's the only one word to, to say for that. Wow.
1: Yeah. Let me call all the Eloheros. I got to call them up right now, Jamie.
2: They're listening. Oh, my goodness. You're right. I hope they're listening. <laughs> Anyways. So, Eloheros, look for Zell. All right. It's in your banking app today. Tell Zell, LOL sent you. Peace. Yes. Audrey, you also sang
1: on the the actual soundtrack of the show, right? Yes. Your actual vocals.
0: My actual voice, yes. So what is going on with Bravas as we speak? Is there a season two? Can you reveal anything about it? I can't reveal nothing
3: right now. Everybody's asking for it.
0: oh come on throw yo. us a little menta <laughs> a
3: little something yes. pero okay unfortunately uh i can't reveal nothing yet but everybody's asking for the second season i you know i also want the second season so you know stay tuned and We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know why I love <laughs> that
0: story so much? Well, first of all, what an amazing depiction of being Latino and Latinidad here, okay? And through the lens of music and through the lens of trials and triumph. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I, I hope that there's a season two because this is also very resonant with life. and You don't have to be a musician or an artist to understand what these women are going through. And oh my God, yes. OMG. How much do I love that they are three women like oh my god that is it is our time people this is it i (laughs) love that amen yes we kind of have to like segue to music right now it's only organic because you are one hell of an artist that's like my testimonial she's one hell of an artist thank you well explain the fusion or what you're doing what's your musical voice Yes, um,
3: you know, I feel that my music is definitely like a hybrid between uh, trap and there's pop in it, and there's, um, you know, even uh, reggae, dancehall, reggaeton. I I love Jamaican music. <laughs>
1: Audrey, I was telling Rachel, you're a big Biggie Smalls uh, fan.
3: Yes, how do you know that? And
1: hey, she's from Brooklyn, so you guys, son, I, 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 I did my on, homework.
0: Son, you don't understand. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Oh, I love the King. I live and die. Ready to die. Tell God I said hi. This is my favorite rapper (laughs) of all time. Yes. I love him. I love him very much. Talk to us about your connection. I can't believe.
3: I can't believe you know that. This is the first time ever that someone knows that. Audrey, I'm
1: going to tell you something. I'm a little older than you, and I was telling Rachel, I heard your flow. I went on YouTube And I heard your flow And I had to do A little bit more homework On you Because you got A little flow to you girl Your shit flows <laughs>
2: Yeah Oh thank you And I was
1: like And I did my homework And I found out You listen to Biggie And I was like Yo Rachel She listens to Biggie yes. Amazing
0: That is amazing
1: How I mean being in Puerto Rico How did you have That vastness Or that That know how To go outside Of what you were hearing Like how was that Cause I mean I was telling Rachel You're, you're very well rounded you, you sing You flow You rap Like you do a lot Tell us more about that
3: of course well you know in, in the case of Biggie Smalls uh I learned about rap music hip hop very late in my life I was already like 15 years old when I learned about it and it always frustrates me that I didn't know more about it uh, earlier in my life because I feel like it would I would have known so much by now and it would have influenced me more but I didn't because unfortunately in Puerto Rico they don't play that kind of music in the radio mm. and you know I grew up poor and I didn't have any cable or, or internet so I couldn't really you know see what was going on um it was until i was a little bit bigger than i was able to see like mtv and like learn about old kind west and biggest malls and tupac and all these people so um yeah so my first ever hip-hop album that i ever like downloaded was biggest malls ready to die I...
1: Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: the goat right there sorry yo yes yes
3: Yes, uh, you know, I was like going to school listening to Give Me the Loop, and you know, and everybody was give like, me the loop, Give is- me the Loop, I'm a bad boy, <laughs> yeah, yes. you know, t- you know, hearing Biggie uh, talking about selling oh, drugs shit. and killing people, and I was like, Yeah, and so, uh, you know, I, I then in Puerto Rico, there's a, a radio station that they they uh put uh like MC, MC battles like MC battling each other and it's called raps at the chata I don't know if they still have it they might not still have it in the radio but I the first time I heard it I knew that I was gonna be a singer but I wasn't sure exactly what was I gonna sing and mm. I heard those MC battles in the radio and I got obsessed with MC and then I started listening to biggie Nicki Minaj uh, little Kim and uh mala rodriguez which is, she's from, from Spain and I I started producing my own beats and I was very, very influenced by, by Big wow. when I started doing my beats. And then, uh, you know, I remember my first beat. It was I I sampled Nicki Minaj talking about her selling her demos in Jamaican Avenue. And I took that conversation of her. Oh, I am selling my demos in Jamaica motherfucking <laughs> Avenue. And I took that and I did a beat with that. And so I'm very, very influenced by New York uh if you ask me i'm from the east
0: tell place, them, audrey Nicks, <laughs> tell them. wow yes. what a story of amazement yes. wow. wow i feel like i love wow. you can i say that i love you audrey Nicks. <laughs> i thank you yes. i love you too i love you too already
1: <laughs> audrey, but I, have another question. Your I know you started with a music called trova i never heard of it in puerto rico
3: What is Trova?
1: What is that music? And I I know it's with a guitar and I know it's very like a folklore Puerto Rican uh, uh, type of music. Explain to us what is that?
3: Um, Trova is uh, the traditional, typical music in Puerto Rico. Obviously, we have many traditional musics in here and Trova is one of them. Um, Trova is like 100% Puerto Rican. It's not like salsa that was very influenced by Cuba and New York or like bomba, which was very influenced by, you know, all the the Africans that were brought to Puerto Rico. Uh, Troa is like very, you know, it's always influenced by all this music, but it's very, very Puerto Rican. It's more like a we use a Puerto Rican guitar, which is called El Cuatro.
0: Yes. Mm.
3: And then it's like you write a poem and you sing it uh, with a certain rule that you have to follow because Troa is like, not like rap, but kind of like you have to follow a certain rule. Mm. You know, when I was little, I was like maybe I don't know, ten years old, maybe less, and I uh, they put me in a new school, in a public school, which I loved that school. And they and the first thing I did when I got to the school was sing on the talent show, and I went and I sang. Yes. Um, you guys know this one, the drummer boy song. Oh man! So I just yeah, I got dressed like a little farmer. I don't know what I what I was dressed as, and I went and, and sung that. And the trova trainer that was training the kids to go compete saw me. He's like, oh, she should come to. So they started training me, and it was horrible. Like, trova is not... Because, you know, I'm a kid. It's not like a fun music. Traditional,
0: right? Like, folklore, Like, old
3: people music. So I was, Mm -hmm. like, a little
0: struggle, but traditional, yeah, so I have to dress like a jibarita. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, (laughs) I really love that. Okay, so can you tell us about some other desires or passions that you have? Are there some other projects that you're working on?
1: Yeah.
0: Of course, well, right now, um, I
3: want to continue um, pursuing acting. Dale. Yeah. I think I have a little bit of a gift to do it. So I, I want to continue pursuing. Yes. You know, I, for example, I was casted to be in the West Side Story of Steven Spielberg.
0: No way.
3: Yes. That was my first ever um, experience of going through that process. And I said, you know, they came out to me and they were like, Hey, will you cast to be Anita in West Side Story? I was like, yeah. But like the fact that they saw that in me, And, you know, the fact that I was able to portray Mila in this beautiful series, I feel like I definitely should continue, you know, pursuing that and I will. And I hopefully you guys will see me in the big screen and in series here and there. But yeah. And then music, of course, music will ever be my number one uh, thing. My number one goal in life is to create music.
0: (gasps) So right now I'm working on a new EP and a new album. Nice. Yes. And and what's that musical process for you, Audrey? We often have artists on here. And I like to Mm. like, I like to, what's the word, Frank? I want to like seep into your creative process and, and, and I like to hear across the board with our different guests <laughs> and course. whatever facet of entertainment they come from. I love to hear people's processes because they're so different. Yeah. It's, like, it's like pregnancy. There's not two pregnancy stories that are alike. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So tell us a little bit about your creative process. <laughs> like, do you wake yeah. up and think music? Do you need Café Bustelo and then <laughs> think music? Or like, how does it work? um it's very strange i feel like
3: creativity it's the most unknown thing because it's just you know i feel like we're a conduct of ideas from Mm -hmm. god and the universe that just comes to us and we like spit them um but you know for me i have different processes sometimes i have an idea already in my mind and i just go to the producer and i'm like hey can you make this kind of beat i already have the lyrics i know what i'm gonna do and then you you know i have i'm blank i'm completely blank i have no idea what i'm gonna do and then I'll just go to the studio and start listening to music. And then the words will come up to me. I'm a very visual person. I have to imagine the music video. I have to imagine what I'm going to be wearing. I have to imagine the vibe that I want to portray. And that's how I kind of write the music. And a lot of people, I know that a lot of people work like that. They're very, how am I going to look in the music video? How is this going to portray myself? And that's how they kind of create the vibe for the song. Um, and you know that's kind of my creative process. But yeah, I do wake up, I do
0: take my coffee, and I'm like, this is what I'm gonna do. And so- then what about? Okay, I'm sorry. Lots of questions here. Lots of questions. <laughs> okay, lots of questions. Because okay, I I kind no, of course. know like, Biggie's process. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Those of us that are super fans know, like, he was a freestyle king. Mm-hmm. You know, he was able to just. but we also saw him and saw videos of him, like writing lyrics in the studio with his entourage, with Lil Mafia right behind him, Mm. Junior Mafia, sorry, Lil Kim and Junior Mafia and all of them right behind him. You know, like, could you do that? Could you like walk up into the (laughs) studio and Biggie Smalls the game or you, do you have to like write, what's your writing to studio process like? That's a little bit deeper, like next level questioning. I'm sorry, but we're getting deep no mm. I love to
3: I love these questions I love these <laughs> questions I I wish I was asked more often about my creative process because I feel like nobody asked me, and that's something that I want. You know, I want to talk about, and I want people. You know, because you, you never know. There's a little Audrey, like oh, maybe like 14 yes. years old, yeah, and she's just watching this interview. She's like, yes, oh, I. She inspires me. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that creative process. and I'm gonna apply it. So, uh, you know, um, she's I feel amazing. Like she's amazing. I can't Thank even. You. <laughs> you take the
0: words out of our brains tonight. Can't even. Go ahead. Sorry to
3: interrupt. <laughs> Uh, you know, I feel like Biggie is a very talented freestyler. I feel like Biggie is a, po- a like a, es un poeta. Si, yes. sí. yeah.
0: Ciento Yeah,
3: I feel like, you know, he was rapping them, but it was more like poems to me. But anyways, uh, I, sometimes I, sometimes when you hear a certain beat and you're like, whoa, this is the beat, the words come out of your mouth because the beat asks for the words. Like The beat is like Ooh. already ready to like receive your, your words. So like what I do is I go to the mic and I start like mimicking the melody and then I put words in it. And let me tell you, this is every artist's secret. People don't talk about it, but kanye uh cutty even the biggest artists on the planet, they go to the mic and they just mimic the melody that they want in the beat. Mm. So like I just go like no 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 like whatever. And then I put words into that melody. So that is my the way that I do it. So I mimic the melody and then I go to my notebook and I write the lyrics and then I I you know properly recorded. And sometimes I like for example, the other day I was in my couch and I was listening to Sally Perreo from Sech. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna write the response to this song. I mean it's a beautiful song. It's like empowering women. And I did, I wrote the, the lyrics without no beat. And then today, uh just before this interview, I was in the studio and I I recorded the beat in a in a uh, I'm sorry, record the song in a reggaeton beat. So that's, you know, it depends on your inspiration. And if you are very clear, if your mind is and your creativity are very, like, not clouded, it will come out really fast.
0: I really love what you said that just, you know, and I put this on a bumper sticker. Creativity is like the most unknown zone. Wow. Right. There's no yeah. rules to it. There's no wrong way you know, and I guess at the same time, there's no right way. So thank you for sharing that. I know for a fact that's going to inspire people. I know it inspired two of us right here right now. So I can't even imagine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Audrey, como mujer, how do you know you being in the in in the urban world? How are you treated? And I, I know that must not be easy. How, how do you get around that?
3: Yeah, you're right. It's definitely not easy, especially like the Latin industry um, is so violent towards women. Yeah. Uh, it's so hard to like be taken with respect and and admiration. But you know, I have two challenges. The first one is that I'm Puerto Rican. You know, I'm woman and I'm Puerto Rican, and uh, you know, we need more Puerto Rican women. We need we need more Cuban women and more Dominican women. I feel like we're being thrown under the rug and we're not being given opportunities as much as we should. Right. Um, so yeah, as a woman, it's very, um, especially as a young woman. Uh, you know, people don't don't underestimate you a lot. They they don't think that you can create or write your own raps or, you know, even people like Nicki Minaj herself. That is, she has you know show again and again that she's a very, very powerful rapper, she still is put into that box that she can, you know? And uh, I feel like that is definitely the challenge that we face as women in in the industry and in the Latin industry.
1: Audrey, your music, like I said earlier, is so encompassed. I mean, I think you go so many different ways. What do you see as other music you might touch into?
3: I would love to do rock music. Uh, I think Ooh. that is, yeah, I think that that is something that I, I always, I I grew up listening to rock music, so I would love cool to my do ma, rock cool music. My Like who? Artists? Drop names. I don't know. I don't know any female. Maybe like Miley Cyrus. Like Miley, Ooh, good, you know, good, good. Miley's doing like big rock and roll now. I love this new rock and roll Miley. I feel like that's the kind of vibe I would do, you know, some sort of music, like so like maybe kind of like artists artist monkeys and or uh Zola stereo, uh oh. or yeah wow. I love Zola stereo Shakira when she was doing rock I definitely yes. love Shakira es doing rock
1: <laughs>
3: yes, I love her. <laughs>
0: that's, that's definitely the kind of music I would do, you know, that rap. <laughs> nice. Yes. So what was some of the training that you received? Like, what was some of the musical training or acting or not? Like, how did you how did you get to where you are? When I was little, I tried as much to be in
3: everything that I could be. I was in dance classes. I was a cheerleader. I was in piano. I was in guitar. I was doing trova and training vocally for that so i feel like i was always you know always trying to uh surround myself with anything that had to do with me dancing acting or singing so uh, i kind of trained my own self uh and now that i'm older and i'm you know doing this for real uh my best training is recording 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 right 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 and listen and listen to yourself and so that you can understand your mistakes and what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. So, but when I was little, I was literally in everything that you can imagine, every single musical program and every single acting thing that I could get my hands on.
0: Wow. what was like your favorite because I know like back in the day like as performers I'm a performer too sketch comedian like my favorite all time role was in sixth grade when I did the music man and I played <laughs> Marion the librarian do you guys know the yes. Broadway show the music man <laughs> it is so it is so cheese monster yeah. flex like so cheese monster but it was the some of the most beautiful music I think I've ever heard written and composed and then that We performed, I'm like, there's such an appreciation for old Broadway. And just even the classics. And it's through those programs. Don't you guys agree? Like, it kind of makes me sad when we hear up here in New York City that a lot of the public schools are losing the performing arts programs. Because look at what Audrey's talking about. Listen to what I'm talking about. These are the programs that can nos inspiraron. That this is what, like, got us that bug. For me, at least. That's Mm -hmm. what instilled the bug in me. I don't know if you can comment on that. Yes. Well, my
3: favorite uh, probably was doing um in my school we didn't have much of like uh theater. We did have theater, but not like in the States that they have like theater like programs. We have more like this very homemade uh you know theater. I don't know. It was kind of funny. Uh so uh I only participated in like two of them and I I'm, I didn't like any of them. Like I had like pretty bad experiences in both of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, no. my favorite is definitely definitely has to be Roa when I was in that in that program. Even though it was kind of hard to do it at first, and you know, it, it's kind of funny because there was this huge agency here in Puerto Rico, and they did a documentary on me, and they went to the school and they talked to those teachers that. No. They, way. And, yes. Wow. You're talking about Adriana, and, this, and the, yeah, we're talking. It's like, oh my god, like, yeah, we trained her. She was as like, this small, and she was so annoying. They always said that was like super difficult. So, ah! I, you know, I think that was <laughs> a very, very. Um, <laughs> gratifying experience that my teachers knew, you know, now then that I continue doing this thing, this music and acting thing.
0: You were talking to her before, little Audrey, remember? You were talking to her, you mentioned her, and if you had her right in front of you, right here, right now, what are some words of advice that you would give her?
3: Um, I feel like the word of advice that I will give Audrey um, is that It's going to take a lot, a lot of obstacles and it's going to take a lot of people not believing in you. And it's going to take a lot, a lot, a lot of you can do this and a lot of you don't have enough money or you don't have enough beauty or you don't have enough body to make it into the gigantic monster artist that she can be. I feel like when you start doing something, you're going to face everybody saying that you can and so many obstacles from your family not approving or you don't have enough money to pay for a studio or. you you don't think that you can sing well enough I feel like that's what I would tell Audrey you're gonna you're not gonna sing that well at first you're gonna have to work your ass off to be the person that you wanna be but if you continue you're gonna make it mm. so you know it's just the perfect sentence for Audrey is that you have to do whatever it takes you have to continue doing it and that's how you're going to make it. That's the Corazon. Sure. Oh my yes. God, that was
0: so beautiful. <laughs> I love it. I know little Audrey's <laughs> listening, oh. and a bunch of other little Audrey's, and, and maybe medium, large, and older Audrey's. I, I don't know.
1: Yes. You know, but that, that <laughs> was pretty dope.
0: I don't want to, like, put you on the spot on nothing. Okay? But, mm. like, we talking about all this music, could you drop something real oh. quick? Like, could we Ooh. hear your voice? Oh my can God. we? Oh. Can we? Do you need an instrumental? Do you need Frank to beatbox because we could do it to juicy real quick um uh, like something yeah sure i will do it for you guys
3: uh yes. well my voice right now is not super warm so obviously i'm gonna sound a little rusty uh but i'm gonna sing something from the new project that i just dropped it's called trap up and you you can find it every platform spotify title apple music and youtube and everywhere uh it's called tiempo time so i'm gonna sing like three seconds um let's see um Baby, yo te llamo cuando yo tenga tiempo. Vivo rápido educativo y con el viento. No me no se y nunca me arrepiento. Mm-hmm. Baby, yo te llamo cuando yo tenga tiempo. You sound beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> For all my boss ladies right. yes. out there. Yes.
1: Nice. Yes. That's what she kept on telling me. She's going to call me back. I
3: want to uh, let you know when you can call me back. I... <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dan linda. Audrey, thank you so much for your time. Please tell everybody how they can follow you, your YouTube channel, Instagram, de todo. Of course. Well, um, you know, you can uh,
3: find me anywhere as Audrey Nix in Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube, and all the music platforms. You can find me as Audrey Nix.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for blessing us with your time. Thank here Latinas you guys. Hey, we so. support you. Palante, palante, como un elefante.